I've seen if I've seen one beach, I've seen them all. It's sand and water. Man, I am so what are we gonna do? Make a moat? You're gonna bury me in the sand? Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome brand and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 123 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcasts at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, as explosive as an M80, most awesome. That's right. I'm coming at you like, uh, like the Roman candle, baby. Boom. Did you have fireworks? Did we talk about a fireworks fight on here before? I think we have. Everyone's gone through the bottle rocket Roman candle fight, right? Like yeah, every... my, dad, my dad chasing me with a Roman candle, yes. and it's just like the balls are flying like a left ear, like I see blue, like over the right ear, I see red. Like it was, um, <laughs> I don't think the best parenting moment. But, no, uh, yeah, definitely not. Not gonna make the not gonna make the tips. That's for sure. But uh, we we but that's a rite of passage. Is like an adolescent boy getting smoked by a bottle rocket it just is right yeah yeah i almost put my brother's eye out it's uh can you even buy fireworks anymore that would have been a good parenting tip and we missed it why we could have done mama parenting tip on fourth of july fireworks yeah dude first off indiana is lousy with fireworks and with no fireworks being um you know allowed for the public gathering aspect of things yeah uh people went off people took it upon themselves to get her done and blow shit up i bet i know because this is like a step down from like the right to bear arms i'm sure like a plenty of people in the midwest is just like the right to light black cats <laughs> like, it's just like, lots of is, lots of yosemite sams out there you're stepping on my toes i used to spend so much money on fireworks and then it just clicked to me because my birthday is like 25th so i would get it like is. early and buy uh fireworks then. and then it just clicked i was just like what what a waste of money like just what a legit waste of money I'm over. Well, you know what I just learned about fireworks too is is that now they have like a QR code on them so you can see what the explosion is. Like as opposed to just judging it based on the artwork and the name, like Satan's asshole. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that sounds like it's gonna be awesome versus right. like now I can actually see what it's gonna be. Yeah. That's uh that's good. All right, guys, we got a jam-packed episode one twenty-three. <laughs> Hope everybody had a safe and amazing fourth. Uh, Rip from the headlines, we're doing Belichick versus Brady on the chip hunt. Uh, we're going to hop in an inbox, got two emails there. One's going to be really short. It's going to be hilarious. Mad League 2020, um, all-time NBAs that we built, 18 from 100 of the greatest players of all time, and we wrapped that up with game three of the finals. We'll talk a little bit about that, opening up old wounds there. Yikes. Neapolitan Showdown, we're talking best hats. It's a little hat talk. Uh, then we're going to jump into Brandana Gambling Corner. For the third straight year, we are attempting to guess the over-under for each division, doing one division a week for eight weeks. This one is AFC East. Let's just start at top left, work our way yeah, down. Yeah. AFC East, over-unders, that's uh, Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, for those of you not in the know. And then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read: If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. 
right, right from the headlines. Belichick versus Brady. Chip hot. What are we talking about that this week, brother? Ooh. In the game, uh, the football game of chess, yes. Bill Belichick added, I don't know what, it, I don't know any chess piece. I was trying to go for an analogy yeah. that I couldn't, I couldn't. I know, I going to call it a queen, but then it's weird calling Cam yeah. Newton a queen. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was like, a rook? No, not a rook. He, they got, but yeah, so they added another piece, right? So yeah. we, we talked about this. You and I both, if memory serves, and it does, that we were both like, this doesn't make sense for the Patriots mm-hmm. for them to acquire Cam Newton. But at the price I, I tag. Thought it, I, thought it, I thought it did a little bit. You didn't like it so much. I was. I just didn't. It just didn't make a, make a lot of sense into, to me, initially just play style and him like vibing with the, the locker room culture and just, you know, we've seen we've seen them go after and we'll get into this later but we've seen them go after big name talents and sometimes it's the randy moss and other times it's the antonio brown so they're not afraid to go after it but they will cut bait quickly if it's not going to be where it's at and just given cam newton's injury history of late and his play of as of late he had a shoulder injury excuse me in 2018 liz frank surgery on the foot in 2019 that knocked him out um you know, and a lot of a lot of mileage on him. We've talked about that with NFL players. It's like, you know, are, are his best days as at a quarterback behind him? The contract's one million dollars. I know it's a incentive laden. It's base of one million dollars. Right. But the Patriots, the story of the Patriots, what we see them do all the time is we see them take guys that are maybe past their prime too early or maybe overlooked for being character dudes. Mm -hmm. And then they invest a small amount of money on something that has huge like ceiling potential, which is the same thing we're doing here. For sure. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely in there. Like at this deal at the way that they got them, the way it's structured and obviously Cam Newton has incentives to get up to seven and a half million dollars. But if he, if he reaches those, it'll be well worth the pay that they give him because he's going to be playing like a, you know, the all-star cam that we, we come to think of it, it'll be incredibly cheap. Um, but at this low investment rate, it's like, why not? Yeah. Clearly they're not sold on Stidham. No. You know what I mean? Well, and- it could, yeah. It could also be a thing where it's, um, I don't know if they are sold on Stidham, maybe it's just trying to get them like one more year. Of- yeah. One, one more year to, to add a little seasoning to, or it's just to make the, the, quarterback room a little bit more competitive and we've got we brought in brian hoyer who knows the system yeah we got jared Sidham. it's I, I think it's more of a competition play no differently than they've always been when they had tom brady they were always searching for that backup they brought in tim tebow just to see what he's got can he do something can he be a like a you know a situational quarterback that's going to give us a little versatility and it yeah. didn't amount to much but they're not afraid of taking a chance you know what i mean i think this is at this price point was the easy enough, easy enough chance for them to make. Take. Yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. Close uh, so we all know that Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. That's old news. Uh, a lot of kind of firepower there. Um, who like a better season. Who's going to have a better season. Yeah. Oof. See, I think, I, I think going into this, especially with the way that the, the the season is going to be the preseason is going to be shortened and the way that these guys aren't going to be able to get together um i think teams with with veteran like quarterbacks that have been there for a while are going to have better seasons so in these situations i mean tom brady whether he should be or not has already been practicing with some of the tampa bay guys so i'm going to give the slight edge to tampa bay um 
early on, just because I'm I'm I know well, so, the, yeah. I, I, I know what the, the, the Patriots schedule looks like for this year and I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sold. I definitely I definitely think like they're going to so it's two different game plans, right? I think that when Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are building around what highlights Tom Brady's strengths. How can we get all these weapons open to really take advantage of Tom Brady being here? Mm -hmm. I think Cam Newton, he's got to learn the Patriot way, right? Like the the Patriots aren't blowing up the way they do things and adapting to like, you know, the style of quarterback Cam Newton is. And they're not going to, they don't have a lot of offensive weapons. They're going to grind it out. Their, their, their game plan is like play action, run the ball, run the ball, play action. Maybe, maybe uh, Cam Newton gives them a little like the RPO, like a running quarterback that they haven't had in forever. So that might be an interesting little wrinkle, but I don't think that that's going to be like, you know, just let's cater the offense to Cam Newton. I think it's going to be, yeah. this is what we're going to do. This is the direction that we're trying to build around either facilitate in and with your arm strength, if it's back, great. If not, I don't know if he's going to stick around. Okay. So the AFC on a whole, you know what? Maybe we're getting a little closer to the AFC and the NFC being uh, not one division being completely head and shoulders above the other. Like the NFC has kind of been for the last two or three years, especially with the emergence right. of, you know, two of the most exciting players right now, Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes reside in the AFC. But I did put, if I um, just back to a wall, if I got to pick which team I think is going to have a better year, I have to go New England Patriots because of being in an easier division. I mean, you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming out of the NFC South, there's three other good, that, that, that division could finish in any order. You could tell me the Falcons win it. I believe you. You tell me the Panthers win it with Bridgewater there now, Christian McCaffrey, like a lot of young weapons there. I believe that. And absolutely, I can picture the Saints winning it because, you know, they've done it like two out of the last three years. Yeah, and it's one of those things like Saints, I think we've seen that window start to close. I think they're yeah. on the bell curve. They're descending, but they're still a good team. Um, I think Carolina, new head coach, I think me personally, I think expectations are going to be a little bit low, but you have sure. Christian, Christian McCaffrey and you've got somewhat of a, you know, you lose uh Keekly on the other end, defensive end. That, that interesting young, with them. That Moore receiver, right? Isn't that young? TJ Moore. Right? Yeah. TJ Moore and Curtis Samuel receiver. So they have some things offensively. They lose uh, Greg Olson, the tight end too. So, I mean, they're they're but, but again, 500, is it impossible? Certainly not. Um, and then Falcons, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like they just have so much talent. One year they're gonna hit, man. It's just like it's, you know, you play the roulette wheel and it spins and it just misses and it misses. There's just too much talent to be like, all right, this combination. You know, I don't. It'll, the Falcons are gonna. The Falcons are really always really interesting to me. Like this, the Falcons might be. We might look back like you know, 15, 20 years after Matt Ryan retires and everything, and just look back at that team and just be like. This is the story of a team whose spirit was just legit crushed and they never recovered. I was just going to say that. I mean, how many – is Matt Ryan going to have PTSD twice a year now that he has to go against seeing Tom Brady and be like just shuddering and just and just cowering when he sees Tom, Tom Brady? Tampa Brady almost said it. But, yeah, I mean, that's why I give the slight edge to the – this is why I give the slight edge to, to Tampa Bay just for the fact of I think there's New England uh, – New Orleans is the only certified team that's in there that I kind of know what's there. And I think that they're on the downswing. Um, Tampa Bay's got a little bit more forward momentum there. Now they have a stable quarterback. We'll see if 
Tom Brady has really lost the step that everyone yeah. says he is, then right. it's then it's a this is this is this is going to be a fucking wash. That's yeah. That's the thing we're overlooking. Also, is you know Tom Brady. We saw it happen to all the quarterbacks, most notably and most recently uh, Peyton Manning. Just right. that final year, it is an anomaly because he did get into the Super Bowl, but like that that arm strength just was gone. Like it just went away. Like it wasn't there. That was not. Those were ducks. That was weird. Right, but he had a Hall of Fame defense behind him yeah. too, which everyone tends to forget about and overlook with you know with Vaughn Miller and uh Chris Harris and Akeem Tlaib and all those guys back there it was a really strong defense and they played really really well uh Tampa Bay's defense not that defense so let's not think you know who this team is but I just you know division wise you know I and and conversely going back to you know we don't want I don't want to step too much on the gambling corner here but Buffalo was a was a playoff team they've they're, they've kept most of their core right yeah. um miami obviously is up and coming so they're akin to me in the carolina parallel um, a little a little lower for me but sure yeah, yeah, yeah right right and then uh um and then the jets actually played very well towards the end of the season i think won like six of their last eight if you look at it they were six and two um so another year, another season, Darnold's back. Hopefully he doesn't go down with mono again. The big thing with them is, is and again, I'm just stepping all of this, but so those are those teams, right? So so if the Jets make a, a leap up, does that add another, like, you know, challenger to the AFC's throne? And when you put the locker room or the Patriots together, I'm not seeing a lot of, like, offensive, you know, firepower jumping off the page. They added a ton defensively. But who's going to score points? Are we going to see a lot of like twenty to seventeen games? And is that the type of game that we want? You know, is is Cam Newton not going to make a critical turnover trying to do Cam Newton things? You know what I mean? And yeah, and it's, it's, it'll be yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how those personalities jive, especially because Cam Newton is very like a very strong personality, like a leader, and it just doesn't, from what you called at the very beginning, just doesn't seem like a Patriots fit. So it'll just be, it'll be fascinating to see if like Cam buys in a little bit to this Patriots way that we've always heard of, or if there's going to be like visual tension between him and Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, which will just end with him getting benched real fast. How old do you think that Cam Newton is? Do you know this? Um, so he entered in as a junior after he graduated from Auburn. Is he in his 10th season? Is he 30? 29? 30? 31. 31. Just, just, just kind of – just all his injury battles, a little younger than you kind of think he is. Right. Like, he's still got – there's still plenty of good football left to play. So, it'll be – it'll be. Uh, let's see if the Patriots can take advantage of this. All right, let's hop into the inbox. First one up. Um, <laughs> description. Oh, this is from Email of the Year, 2019. Banger. Right. Um, go back and forth naming Police Academy characters' name. First one to lose has to hum the police academy theme song. Okay. So we were talking about this earlier. Just to show you guys take time to shoot us an email, we'll find a way to work it into the show, no matter how much we know. Right. But I don't know shit about police academy. I think there was a – wasn't there a Tackleberry? There was, was a Tackleberry. Yes. Okay. Are we go. starting already? We're starting, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I, too, don't know much about – I know Steve Gutenberg was in yeah. there. I don't know which one Steve Gutenberg was. Um, I know there was a, was there a high tower? I feel like there's a high tower. Oh, there was a high. Good. Okay. So it's back on me. Um, 
Okay, uh, there's the guy that made the noises with his mouth. Mm, Michael Winslow. Was that Michael? Is that Michael Winslow? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Okay. I know the guy's names. I don't know them in real life. You're up. So that one's mine. Your turn. Uh, wait, wait. Would you get it? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I said mouth noise guy. We knew what I meant. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, oh, oh. Then the – I don't like this at all. This is – I'm too competitive for this. I don't like this. There was a girl – Girl cop, sure, we'll give you a point for that. The girl cop who the squeaky voice, real mild manner, but then when some pissed her off, she got real aggressive and tough. You remember that? Uh, oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, da, da, da. That's yeah right. right. <laughs> right. I like, like that. Email of the year wants to do like a little uh maybe do a date night with Police Academy. Ooh, that crap. would be good. That'd be good. Um, all right, we got Mahoney, which is Gutenberg. I kinda remember Mahoney. Yeah. Um oh Kim Cattrell is in Police Academy. All right, what? Lieutenant Harris. Samantha. Uh, yeah, and then Bobcat Goldthwait was in it. Yep. And like peak Bobcat way. That was Tackleberry. Hey, yeah, he got me my Bobcat Goldthwait's in present. <laughs> oh, ne- whoa! Where did that come? From? I've known you a while. I've never that you've never dusted it off for me. That wasn't bad. That was kind of impromptu. Uh, you know, you give me a couple days on. Episode 124, I'm, I'm launching a full, a full Bobcat Goldworth impression. Don't go full, I'm going full Bobcat. Bobcat. You're going full Bobcat? Bobcat. Look out. Look out, audience. Uh, okay, so how this, how this, uh, this song go? I have no fucking idea. I'm li- I'm literally trying to, on my phone, search Police Academy theme song. Okay, I'll read the next email while you get that going. Um, All right, my taste buds have changed since turning 40. Please name your top two locations you will miss the most. And for fun, which one are you glad is shutting down? All right, here's got I got got it real quick. Before we get into it, let's see here. Let's see what we got. Oh, no, commercial. God damn it. God damn you, six-second commercial. No one wants to know about Gatorade anymore like a real idiot oh we're gonna get bounced now there's two why are there two commercials oh this is good radio right here great hey looks we kind of got a sponsor sort of yeah it's so loud it's so quiet oh yeah do you remember this now yeah i remember this now oh yeah this is that's good that's just good. That's good 80s. That's very good. Full orchestra for like a 80s like knucklehead comedy. Beautiful. Okay. On to the restaurants. I, this is way this is way more in our field of expertise. Yeah, Bigger, hit us up. Um, uh, it may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. Obviously, you know where it is because you email us. But uh, let's do the date night. Please, Academy. Okay. So now back to the restaurants. Um, so taste buds are changing. Two locations out of all these possible restaurants that could shut down. Yeah. Which one? Uh, two of our favorites, and one that we are glad to see hit the bricks. All right, Applebee's, Sabaro Pizza, Boston Market, um, Carabas, Italian Grill. I mean, Steak and Shake, Ruby Tuesday, Hometown Buffet, Golden Corral, Perkins, Marie Callender's, Hula Hands, Baja Fresh, Joe's Crab Shack, Jack in the Box, Bud Ruckers, Hooters, Papa Murphy's. Hooters is going down. 
play. I don't. So number one, Hooters is in my top two for sure. Like if you want to get wings and beers, like I have uh, Hooters used to be. So when I would travel to Greenville, uh, I would stay in a hotel across the street from a Hooters. So every time I was in Greenville, like I would always go to uh, go to the Hooters. I got a Hooters sh- shirt there, like one of the powdered blue ones. Hell yeah, you did. Big, big Hooters fan. Big Hooters fan. Yeah, their wings are good. I, I yeah. you know, uh, you know, ladies aside, the ladies are nice too and very kind. They're fine. Yeah, but we're like, listen, we're not perverts here. Like, if you go to Hooters to like, just to like stare at waitresses, like you're you're part of the problem. You're yeah, you're <laughs> right, right. I right, exactly. I enjoy a nice wing. That's where Doctor Mrs. The Commission and I went on a date Got once. Engaged. Okay. Got engaged. Yes, yeah, right. It's where we had our wedding reception. It was beautiful. <laughs> no, we um we 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 uh our favorite thing to do is the slam dunk like weekend or like the All Star weekend that Saturday night with the slam dunk the three point. We yep. watched that in a Hooters. She loved it. It was yep. she was she, that's how you know you got a good one. Uh, I will say definitely Hooters is up there for sure. Yeah. Um, then I get, let me keep the Joe's Crab Shack. It's kind of, it's, it's tough to find a place where you can get like crab legs. They have good crab legs. They have those buckets that come with like the crab legs, the sausage and like the little like corn in there. Yeah, you should yeah, only yeah. do it by yourself because you look. The- personality sabaro's pizza if you're ordering from sabaro's you must be so in the mood for pizza and it must be the only pizza chain within like 15 miles because that that is just not a not a good hang sabaro pizza is like the you when you were a kid you saw it in the mall and you're like holy shit like who's gonna spend four dollars on a slice of pizza that seems insane yeah but then you realize like it's garbage pizza it is terrible pizza not to say yeah it's not it's like it's not even good it's too much bread did I tell you the one time that I had uh, I had a guy that I worked with who was super into Sabaro's Pizza and was like, hey, I really like this pizza place. I want to take you to it. And so we literally drove on the interstate, got off at one of those like truck stops off the interstate oh, yeah. and had a Sabaro Pizza in there. And he's like, this is the pizza place I was telling you about. And I was like, <laughs> what, are, what are we doing right now? This is fucking nuts right now. He loved Sabaro's Pizza and thought it was like a really good pizza place. And I was oh, like, wow. we can no longer go out to lunch. Um, uh, steak and Shake, that's that's no good. I don't even know what they really do there. Like, I think I remember their burgers, but their burgers are slightly too big. Or they're like, aren't they like the like the loose meat kind of burgery? Like, it's yeah. the turkey loose meat pass. pass. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I I'm glad to say I don't think I've ever eaten it like a Marie Callender's. Or hula hands, I do like a Baja Fresh or Baja Fresh. I always say we always say Baja Fresh because it's in the Sopranos. Yeah, and uh, but but there was in L.A. there was a Baja Fresh that was like pre Chipotle, just easy to go. Exactly, you're exactly right, and that's just that's kind of what changed the game, right? Say that again. I said, why, why would I go to a Baja Fresh if I can just go to a Chipotle? Yeah, once, once Chipotle came in, it just totally fucked up the game. So yeah. I'm going to go uh, – I'm actually going to go – they're next to each other on this list. I'm going to go with a Fuddruckers and a Hooters. Fuddruckers, nice burger. Yeah. Can you get, okay. a, can you get, I, I get an egg got, on that burger? Oh, God, you're, you're a sick man. You're I sick. Know, sorry. 
sorry. Um, yeah, okay, so, and what do you want to eliminate? I know I picked a lot to eliminate. Uh, just wrapping up the rest of these. Okay, I'll, yeah, we can just get rid of the Sabaro's pizza. For sure. That's the most dangerous. It is. I would say I'm going to get is rid. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I would love to get rid of and just anyone that it's sad. It's it's definitely like my bumper sticker corollary. If you go and hang out and eat at Golden Corral or Hometown Buffet, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get yeah. the fuck out. Go. Leave. I don't want you here. Yeah, that's a, that's totally a Topeka, Kansas restaurant for sure. For sure. Oh, um, my God. It. It's disgusting. Yeah. And last one is like Perkins. I mean, Perkins has Perkins has the personality of like it's just like an IHOP and like a Denny's. It's like all these things, but it's just kind of yeah. like the stepchild of those. Okay, that's plenty about shitty restaurants. Good email though. Thanks for sitting down in. All right, uh, up next, Mab League check-in. Bring us to the jam. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. say this eight teams built from 100 greatest players of all time 100 friends um not 100 friends 100 players eight friends made the teams uh, we had best of three series to start a tournament broke it down had um owner trent fry who's been the zane master he's been on the podcast a few times uh made it to the final against uh most awesomes celtics uh went to a game three uh, or most awesome pistons Pistons celtics went to a game three uh celtics had the home court uh Pretty fun games heading up to that. We had one game within uh, – one game was within three, right? The other was nine, I think. Yeah. Game yeah. one and game two. Uh, this one just got out of hand early. Uh, it was not even close. It's the most disappointing thing, and I'm, I was saying it before, that it was like we, we didn't have a blowout, and I was feeling pretty good. Yeah. Uh, aside from the tune-up games, like we didn't have a blowout per se. There was a couple of times where teams were up or you know were up by twenty points or so, but the always the other team always seemed to rally back pretty quickly. Uh, this was a in the closeout championship game. This was a a trouncing. This is a complete yeah. total like so much so that they they the coach defaulted. My coach defaulted from the rotation. And just sent out the scrubs just in the middle of the court. We're not going to win this. Here's the white flag as if we were virtually saving our guys for next season. I know. So <laughs> such a bizarre call. It's just like, you guys have an entire off season coming up. Like you right. don't need to, you don't need to save them. Um, so what do you think it was? Oh, Trent got to play with his lineup a lot. Did it. I think that was one of the fun aspects of this game. Uh, just yeah. a serious goal of simulation is tweaking with your lineups just to test a little cause and effect and see what happened. Uh, so he was definitely – he changed it the most and kind of was getting down a rotation he liked, was able to make some changes to get more of what he wanted to see from his guys. Was this – did you just kind of head into game three and did you just kind of get intimidated by him changing or feel like you needed to change? Like, what, did you overthink it or did the lineup just kind of not work to – I mean, just honestly, though. Like, yeah, no, no, I hear was you. It not, not a good setup for what he had? Or was it not responding the way you thought it it definitely didn't respond. I mean, the players didn't respond the way I thought it was. I mean, we 
choked away a 22 point lead in game one. Yeah. And it was really tough. Yeah. Tough. And that, I mean, that's obviously the whole thing there that we came out much stronger in game two. I mean, I definitely did not, not to take away. I definitely think the algorithm was like, all right, we're due for one. We're due for a bad game. And it just so happened after, you know, 30 some odd games that it was like, all right, well, here's the one that it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, because that happens sometimes, like, you know, you see the, um, whatever, you see the Bills beat the Vikings uh, in Minnesota, like, a couple of years. Like, big upsets happen. Like, is yeah. it just, like, games get away, and not even an upset. The one thing I did tweak initially after game one is I looked at the, the, the game afterwards, and I was like, when my second team was in, even though, like, the fresh legs theory that I thought would carry me through really didn't. And having their starters in there was their, their, their second team was slightly better than my second team when you looked at their ratings. Um, and they didn't go as deep into their second team. So they kept more of their starters on there. So I was like, I need to shorten my bench instead of going, you know, 12 deep, go, you know, nine, 10 deep. And I just need to increase my starter minutes a lot more. Yeah. And so I did that. Um, and then, and then I watched in game two, which we won, I watched in the fourth quarter where we started to get really cold in the fourth quarter. So then I just took my minutes and I just ever so slightly dropped them down a couple to save them a little bit for my starters for the, for the quarter. And I took Scotty's minutes down uh, a fair bit, which maybe if in, in retrospect, maybe it was better to keep them all kind of in the rotation. Cause maybe it hamstring the rotation. But at that point in game three, like we were just weren't hitting like magic and Harden got it two quick fouls in the first, like four minutes of the first quarter and that just sent my rotation and my gameplay like into a, you know, a whirlpool. It was just from there, just cycling down the drain and yeah, I just could never get it back. Yes. Yeah, kind of the cause and effect we were talking about. Uh, okay. And then your league, um, your league MVP for this season went to Shaquille O'Neal and then um, all finals MVP went to finals MVP in a game, went to Akeem Olajuwon. Akeem Olajuwon, hundred percent. And then, um, we did name our first uh, all Mab league first team, and that was Kim Olajuwon, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Steph Curry, and who was our Larry Bird? That's right, Larry Bird. Yeah, <laughs> all awesome. Uh, okay, guys, we're definitely we're definitely rolling this back out. And again, if you guys want to play, um, we'll give room for it. We'll make it work. Shoot us an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're playing with the kind of couple. If you guys have any ideas, we'd love to hear them. We're playing with some different ideas for formats. Maybe, you know, all, all the players on our team have to average like an overall score of like 89 or like 90 to try to just find places where you can give and take away. I don't know. We'll, uh, we're figuring out, but uh, we'll also launch a calendar when we're doing the next one. What do you want to do? It's soon, I think. Soon. I think we're doing we, we don't, we, to be honest, guys, we don't want to oversaturate. I know people are clamoring for it. We don't oversaturate, but I think this first one can almost be seen as just like a test season or just like, I mean, it was fun, but it was something where like we really figured that out and now we can expand it to the size we want. Yeah, like, yeah. Owner, owner trend. It's just a warm up. It doesn't, this, this win doesn't mean <laughs> not, anything. Not at all. Exactly. Uh, even though that Venmo transfer begs to differ. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, hit us up if you want to play them both. Okay, Neapolitan Showdown, Breeze to the Jam. So let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree 
Neapolitan show. Now we're talking best hats. Like to wear a hat, bro? Dude, I'm a lid guy. You know yeah. it. I like I like wearing a cat, man. I, you're, you don't strike me as a hat guy. A you little bit. Good, you got the good flow up top, so you don't need it. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. So here's, here's, two, here's two concerns. I do like hats a lot. We'll get into which ones I like. <gasps> spoilers yeah. but uh but also you know i'll rock the bandana here's yes, the big thing yes. though when, when i put on a hat or like a wear hat for like i'll always notice that like my forehead will start breaking out and then oh. i'm i'm just like you dumb fuck like i'll do i'll do a solid hat for like you know every other day for like 10 days or something yeah. and then i'll start to see it creep up and i'm just like how many times does this have to happen for you to learn your lesson like i just exactly. don't want to hit my forehead so then I got to throw the hats in the back. And try to so now you got to get like the OxyClean, like OxyClear, like in the Scrubbing. brim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's tough, man. All right. Uh, Do you want me to lead off? Yeah, lead off. Go ahead. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my number three. This is this is a little bit of it. This might be a little cheat, but I saw it. I love a good rally cap. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Flipping That's the good. hat inside out is always fun at the ballpark. Who doesn't want to love a rally cap? And then when you win and it come back, yeah, love the rally cap. Okay, so it's it's superstition, right? Like you turn it inside out. Been around since I mean, as long as I can remember for a kid. Here's what I'm kind of like. Here's why maybe I'm a little anti rally cap. Okay. I feel like it fucks up the fold of your hat a little bit. So if you have like a newer hat, like we're gonna get into, it can kind of make it look jankety or just kind of give it like a little mm-hmm. a little incision right here that it never kind of looks right and straight and symmetric. Yeah, I hear you on that. That's my my gloves, my hats. I wear like a like a baseball glove. Like they've got a nice like worn in feel to them. They're kind of loose. They fall back into place. I can rally them up. Okay, I'm not fearful of it. Well, yeah, because I think there's two different types of hat guys, right? There's some hat guys that are just like they have that shit that shapes the hat, and they travel with it, and they don't want any creases or folds. And then there's other guys that just like take the hat, shove it in their back pocket. It's just kind of like coming up. Okay, Um, I'm gonna say say rally cap. Uh, the rally cap works 10% of the time, hmm. so I'm giving you 10 points. I'll take them. I'll do the trucker cap. Oh. Yeah, went a little, little burrowy number three, but yeah, I like I like that it's vented. It looks like it's going to go out of style, but never quite does completely fall off the map. It, it got, hangs around. It got dicey there. Like 2006, 2007, it was just yeah, like, all right, let's move this to the door. And it got quiet. It kind of stepped back. It was just humble for a little while, and then just kind of like, slowly just kind of hung around with that alligator blood and it's a little bit more oversized you know i don't like to have like a tiny hat that fits perfectly it always feels like a lot look at the trucker yeah trucker i like it when the truck when it was dicey it was probably hanging out with like the affliction t-shirts and like uh, yeah yeah it was definitely in like in that part of the club and then it's like oh no and he's like oh wait i'm i can come back out now yeah, yeah trucker had to make it a little bit of a, of a of a show about it i always think like Judah Freelander, remember Judah Freelander? He always wears the like champion hats. Oh yeah, 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 community. yeah, yeah. from yeah. Thirty Rock. I always think of him as like the patron saint of trucker cats. Him and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, um, I, would, I was gonna bring up the Kutch dog. The Kutch sure. dog is all about it. I didn't get one, but I like it. The venting. Do you feel like it makes your it it cools your head? It's there for like yeah, I think it helps more think aesthetic. It helps. Yeah, a little aesthetic, but I, I do think it, it helps a little bit with, like, the forehead thing I was talking about. Let it breathe a little bit, and then less coverage right here on the forehead. I like it. Um, how do you score it, sir? What do you get for the... the uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say in peak trucker cap, um, uh, Ed Hardy one costs you $70. So I'll get 70 bones. So we got 70 to 10. Ooh, my number two. 
deuce. I don't think I'm, I don't think I can rock this hat, but I like this hat. There's got to oh, be top like hat? top hat, Abe Lincoln. Where are you going? No, 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 pork pie hat. No, thank you, sir. Uh, no, the newsboy hat. I love this uh, look. I don't think it can rock this look. I don't have like a friend of the pod, Chris Wheatley head. You yep. can rock a newsboy hat. I can't yep. do it. Wheatley can throw that down. Um, and Champion, who we've had on the pod a few times, likes to rock and roll with a little newsboy cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good looks. Uh, it's, it's so to me, it kind of goes into that to that fedora category. Just for me, I know there's people like Liam, but it's just like I put it on my head, and it just it looks like like it's a costume, like I'm getting dressed up, like I'm playing a character. Like right. a fedora, like I, when I was in Italy, like I wanted to buy a hat so bad. Like I was there with um, uh, Chad, who's been on the podcast before. He bought yeah. a hat that looked like really cool. But every time I just fucked around with a hat that's just not a straight baseball cap, it just kind of looks like I like I'm playing dress up or like pretend or something. It's just it doesn't ring true. I don't like the way I look in it, so I'm just like, ah, it's a pass. It's a pass for me. Exactly. I am. I'm strictly in the baseball cap thing. Like I don't look good in any of the hats. Like I'm yeah. not rocking a fedora. I'm not, you know, the newsboy hat is like baseball cap esque, and I think I can do it, but I can't, Brandana, yeah, and I don't. Awesome. And I I pine for it the most. I'm not putting on like, you know, the cowboy hat or anything like that, which yeah. is fucking slick. I'd I'd wear that too. Yeah, it's tempting. I I feel you. Yeah, it's, it's tempting. Um, all right, in my two spot, I got a um, even though like a stocking cap. Ooh. Like a, like in the winter, like a nice dark green one that has like, the, I'm not talking about a beanie. I don't want it to be like super like skater, but just like a nice stocking cap that just kind of flips up. Like I have a, like I had tossed the dice on a red one, like right oh. before Whoa. I left New York. And I had that, I had that red one on and then I just had like a black coat with the, or no, I got this, I got this like, um, this light blue denim jacket that has like the fluffy cotton on the inside. Yes. Yes. Like and, a rancher. Yeah, and a red and rocked out with the red stocking cap. Woo! Fucking fire, bro! Fucking rush to death, baby! And you know yes. what you need? You need like the the check. If you had only gotten the checker print one, like with the black and the red, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that thing. Oh man, yeah, I like it. See, I'm I'm a I'm so excited to hear that because one, you're playing with colors, and I always say you need to open up your palette, okay? And then B, um. Stocking cap. I like that you're not going too like LA broy, rocking it back. Like you know how they like bring it back to just like the yeah. back of their skull. So it's like just co- it's, yeah. I don't know why. Why are you showing more of your forehead like a sexy like yeah, bro-y or, thing? Yeah, exactly. Or the people that just like have it just it's kind of starched up just because the material, but it makes your head look like like a fucking Alec Baldwin's Beetlejuice head. Like yeah. All- yeah long like a moon like I'm, I'm not doing any of that no, um all right okay. you're gonna throw on a stocking cap when it's um you can't do it when it's much more than 55 degrees so i'm giving myself 55 points as kind of that barrier right there uh newsboy probably had to go around and for his route collected like 25 dollars yeah paper deliveries we'll give you 25 Thanks, and i'm gonna run away from this one bro i know we'll you see. are you're fucking smoking me um <laughs> these are hats i'm naming good hats bro Yes, you are. You know, so I'm, gonna... I'm naming good hats, and your number two hat you can't even pull off. So I should be winning this. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> I'm not, not going to make you feel bad. You're making me I, I, feel bad. You just shit all over me on my head. Like, hey, look, said, I fucking rock hats. You, you look like a dweeb. 
So <laughs> I'm winning. What do what do you want me to say? This is your your inside information you're giving us. That's uh, true. That's true. I'm just gonna come back. You know your boy rocks a good baseball hat. Yeah. Baseball cap all the way fitted. I like yeah. distressed fitted, right? Yeah. So the ones that look like they've been a little worn in versus like the new era, like fifty nine fifty, like flat brand cool. baseball caps. That's your number one. I never wanted the fifty nine fifty. Yeah, the fifty nine fifty flat flat brand. Take care of it. Uh, white on white or black on black. Give me like that black New York Yankees logo on a black hat, or give me like well, it's navy, hat. but that's okay. Who's co- <laughs> no, no, no? They do the black. They just do a black series. Oh, they do. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, it's the the quintessential that the the Yankees cap is the most quintessential. Now, do you fold the brim or do you leave it flat brim? I leave it flat, like a like an asshole. Oh. I know it's I know it's like an asshole frat boy move, but I I like it. I like it flat. I'm. I'm super jealous. I don't think I could pull off the flat flat brim. I need to give a little bend to it. You got to bend? Yeah, it's, it's also like it's, to be honest, like you have to, to keep the, to keep the bill flat, you have to get it like, uh, like an eighth size bigger because it never goes fully round because you can't make the brim go round. So the brim, it actually kind of digs into your forehead a little bit. So you got to like up the size, like one size. Kind oh, of. pro tip right there, which is good for the forehead too, I bet. Yeah, good for the forehead, yeah. And also since it's a little bit off there, like the breakout doesn't happen as quickly. Still fucking happens. And I still learn my lesson like once every three months. <laughs> it's a picture of us on some hats up on our Insta. I think yeah, I got no like, shit. I it's amazing to me was in high school was like the tunnel vision brim were you allowed to wear hats in in high school uh no we couldn't wear them in class oh, we you could wear them to school but the we, we could we, i think we had to take them off for tests for obvious reasons but yeah. like our like it's so crazy how brims have gone because like the cool thing was to get it like almost like a tunnel like yeah. you, like you had like like baseball binoculars on I remember that. I think that's how, like, the baseball, like, the high school baseball team, that's, like, how all those guys were. Yeah. It was. I mean, that was a classic thing, right? Like, you get a new hat, and then you rubber band, like, a baseball in there. Just yeah, yeah. Get with that. You're really working it. And now it's, everyone wants to go flat brim. It's crazy. All right. Uh, yeah, so I, I obviously won this one. I mean, listeners are just, uh, this, this, is, this is one of the more obvious ones we've had. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I, <laughs> I brought it up. I feel embarrassed now. Clearly, you're the best hat head for it. I even think about, like, when you're talking about your stocking cap. Um, all right. It's a lot. When, you, when yeah. you're taking your stocking cap off, and I just imagine you pulling it off, and your hair is going to look perfect. My, my hair is going to look like a mess. So, clearly, of course, you won. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Stepping on your feelings right there. I hate that, bro. All right, we'll no, see bro. if you can uh, – here, I'll get humbled a little bit. I'll get humble trying to figure out these AFC East lines, or maybe I'll knock them out of the park. Gambly corner, bring us to the jam. series um this is one of eight tackling at afc east uh, our third year doing this uh if you haven't been around and hung out with us once a week before the start of the season knock on wood uh but we basically i've written down we'll talk a little bit about the schedule i've written down basically what i guess each team uh, over under vegas is going to have them at 
and then based on how dramatic, uh, most awesome one I say if we like the over the under while we look at their schedule a little bit, maybe highlight a few key games, uh, and we'll just keep doing that. And then we'll put some MAB dollars on where we think the difference really makes. So we're handling the Patriots, the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins this week. Um, all right, out of the gate, let's go with the – well, you you present the order to me, but no particular order. Don't make it – Yeah, no, I'm just going random order. I'm going to go right now. First off, because we were talking about them earlier, uh, the Miami Dolphins. <sighs> This okay, so this is this is tough. Um, I think learning a few things over the years is it really stays between like five and twelve. It has right. to be a real dog shit team to see it fall below five. But I do have to picture the Dolphins as being one of the bottom five teams in the league. I got the Dolphins at five wins over under. Right now, it's at six and a half. <sighs> Off by a game and a half. I, that might not sound a lot to you, listeners, but I am getting humbled right now. That's a that's a big miss. I almost went five and a half. Uh, okay, and I didn't. Uh, I know we covered this last time. I can't remember on which pod or why I did it. I think we were talking just NFL schedule. Oh, because we're doing key games. But the AFC East, just as a reminder, they're playing the NFC West and the yeah. AFC West, right. and then obviously they'll play all the teams in their division twice. Which means for this whole division, you know, they have. Uh, you know, that's, that's a Chiefs game. Everyone's got to yep. play the Chiefs, which is, which is scary. And then uh, some other key games on here. I mean, obviously, they'll have the Bills twice, which I think will be a tough hurdle. Uh, the Seahawks and the 49ers. Yep. That's back-to-back. That's October 4th and October 11th. Um, and then they and got then, Chargers and Rams in between Denver. Yeah, Chargers. And I think Dem- Denver – and that's, that game's at Denver, like, mid-October. So that's yep. when Denver starts getting scary. I also – I think you both and I – I mean, we'll talk about it more, but I, I would – you know, I have Denver listed as a team on the on the upswing. Yeah. They surprised us last year with how well they played toward the end of the season. And this is – and I think the reason you were – you're, and I did this too. I had to look back, and I was surprised by this. But the Dolphins started off the season last year horrific terrible yeah. and yeah. it always clouded that but then they went five they went five and four in their last nine yeah i remember like ryan ryan fitzpatrick kind of he made a quiet little run he was kind of playing out of his head and it's you know ryan fitzpatrick patrick will do that here's why i picture here's why i like the under for this because i really think you know ryan fitzpatrick i mean i imagine he's there i imagine he starts before they put two yeah, in two in yeah and then Patrick's going to do what Patrick does. You know, he gets off to a 2-0, two, 3-0 two and oh, oh start, then loses like four or five, and then throwing two in there. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just – I don't – and I don't love these schedules. Like, even – like, they play Jacksonville at Jacksonville. Yeah, it's a tough schedule, and I just think it's it's too – For a team that doesn't feel like they need to win now. Yeah, right. Also. Especially right now. I mean, they, they have enough draft capital in there. Flores really needs to figure out what they've got. Um. I have them looking at this schedule. I did it quickly. Yeah. I like the direction that they're going. That could be our Denver next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, depending on how this season shakes out. But I have them at, like, 6 and 10, 5 and 10. But that 6.5 makes me – but, you know, and it's one of those things. Like, Fitzpatrick, like you talked about, plus Tua, I don't know. It doesn't give me a lot of hope. But for me, I'd stay away just because I'm not sure what kind of, like – run they could get on like could they come out of the gates hot for sure they could you know what Uh, i mean i just don't know i would bet against i wouldn't bet against it but i wouldn't also be comfortable and be like give me their under 
yeah, I'm I'm betting against it. Give me give me the under. I, I want the Jets. Under. I'm with the Dolphins under. I want the Dolphins under for sure. Give that to me. Okay. All right. What's the next? What, what what do you have the What do you have the record at? Do you know? You just think it'll be five wins, five four five wins. Uh, yeah, I was circling because, you know, sometimes I'll give uh, – just break you guys down how I do this. Like sometimes I'll do like half wins. Like, you know, um, when I see they have like the Jets in Miami. Like right. that's close to me. So I do like a half win to like add that up. But, yeah, I have them at uh, – I'm finishing 5 and 10. Gotcha. 5 and 11. Or 5 and 11, yeah. Sorry. Perfect. Let's go to – Actually, to be honest, I think I have them at like fucking 4 and 12. But we'll just yeah, that's all right. It, I have ranges on them um let's go to the bills all right bills this is definitely a hot team last year yeah uh, the big upset with the patriots reshaping the entire like kind of postseason really helping the chiefs out to get that yeah i like what the bills are doing uh they just big big acquisition getting stefan diggs from the vikings yeah. uh to go with their young quarterback uh, there's a lot of firepower there they'll be fun to watch uh, it still is the Patriots division. I feel like this is high, but I feel like sometimes with Vegas, you also have to think about what all the betters are doing. And I think there's a lot of people that are wanting to bet the bills over, which is going to drive the number up maybe a little bit more inflated than it should be. I have bills at eight and a half wins. Ooh, very close. Brandana. You're at nine. nine. Yep. Shit. Yeah, so back that's, on it. that's a little high to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 you've got your home. You have the Chiefs at the home, right? You've got the Rams at home, Seattle at home. Uh, I don't think that they're better than that, but I just like the fact that they're a more cohesive team. They won 10 games. Yes, they did lose to the Texans in horrific fashion in the playoffs, but they won yeah. 10 games. But they, had, they had a chance, and they had a chance to win that game. So I think that's For sure they point. did. Let's yeah. not overlook, like, no, that's a great point that you brought up is the fact that, yeah, they did lose their playoff game, but they had a chance to win it. They had a chance to win it, win it and they, they add digs to it. So let's see how your uh, your your locker room flu works in that and in, in Buffalo. Maybe good for the first year. No, it's not. It's not going to go good. This <laughs> is not a good person to have on. And here's the thing: like, there's not a lot of stories of wide receivers going to other teams and other fits, specifically the Buffalo Bills and flourishing. Yeah. It just doesn't happen in Buffalo for like whatever reason. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I yeah, I mean, I, going back to the K Gun era of James Lofton and Andre Reed, uh, there really hasn't been like you know they drafted him. Sammy Watkins was in Buffalo before it kind of fell apart. They really haven't had stud wide 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 receiver since the the mid to late nineties. So. Um, I'm sure someone's going to gig me on somebody stupid, but for the most part, um, yeah. you know. I mean, T.O. was in Buffalo for a beat, right? Yeah, T.O. was – yeah, right, exactly. T.O. was in, in, in there. Wasn't Kevin Edwards in there? Or not Kevin Edwards. Shit, who am I thinking of? The big, tall guy. Anyways. Yeah, um, Yeah, right, exactly. So I, I, I definitely think, like, 10 – again, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, looking at the schedule – just bringing back everything they got, you know, the other on the road for Arizona, but they have the chargers at home. They've got Pittsburgh, who I think might be descending. Um, You've got Miami twice, you know, maybe you split with the jets and new England, Um, San Francisco on the road is going to be tough. I mean, they have a tougher schedule than Tennessee on the road. We'll see how they come back. Chiefs coming into your place. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go. This is, I think this is another one of those stories. Uh, we're just so excited to crown a new team before really seeing what they, oh yeah. Oh, that's a preseason game. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll stay away from this. Uh, I'll stay away from this mainly because here's the, here's the two wild cards, right? How good are the Patriots? I think we talk about this all the time in the AFC East. It's just like, how, how good are these teams? How good are the Jets going to be? How good are the Patriots going to be? Right. And that's four games, you know? That's four games where it could be if, you know, the Patriots and Jets are kind of playing like dog shit and the Jets are close to what they were last year, you know, that could be three wins for the Bills right there. But it's also like if the Sam, if Sam Darnold really takes a step forward and then Cam Newton ends up being a fit in New England, then we're talking, you know, that's four games you could lose. So I'm just, I'm going to stay away. I got, I got my Jets. I got, I got my Dolphins under. I'm feeling very confident about that. Right. I don't even, I don't even fuck with this. Right, right, right. So let's go to the Jets. We keep talking about them. Uh, six and two in their last eight to finish the year. Um, added Makai Becton in the offensive line. Jamal Adams, like I t- talked about earlier, demanding a trade, really kind of pulling at the fabric of that Jets organization because he's probably overall their best player. Yeah. What what do you say? Uh, okay, so the, the Jets basically have kind of uh, they're they're probably the team the most team over the last three years that we're just ready for them to get started. I mean, Sam Sam Darnold's been able to hold on to the starting job. He hasn't washed out. Like uh, there's just been circumstances like last year being sick after missed those games that were just yeah. like okay, well it's not quite starting yet. Um, like that Le'Veon Bell like massive overpay. Um, you know, that chance to start like working against them. Um, I'm going to, this is too high, but I kind of got bullied into this just because of, gosh, I don't love their schedule. This is going to be too high. I got them at seven wins. I think that's on. You got it. Dead nuts yeah. on. And I think that's, uh, that's a little high by Vegas, but it's also, Sometimes that's what happens when, when this can swing to two different ways, when we can see a team that's 10 and six or they can finish six and 10 and nobody would be fucking shocked. Then right. you just kind of got to split the difference and put them like right there, just slightly below 500 base with the division. They're in. And again, their schedule, right? I mean, I'm looking at it. It's, it's, it's kind of brutal to start at Buffalo. They have San Francisco at home at Indy. Uh, they have Denver at home, then Arizona. I mean, yeah. you could sit there and say they could be, three and two or you could sit there and say that they're one and four coming out of that stretch yeah so i say yeah i, th- I think that's a great point i mean we've got at buffalo bills we'll see what kind of super bowl hangover the 49ers have but uh i mean just yeah. as that's the one-two punch then indianapolis colts we really don't know really what to expect from them uh and then the Denver broncos a feisty Broncos. so yeah it'll be interesting too i mean i think their schedule does ease up when you get a little later into the year it looks like we have you know we have an at Dolphins, a bye week, then play the Dolphins again. That's twice within three weeks. And then the Raiders, uh, and at Seahawks going to be a little tough. Uh, at Rams should be winnable. And I imagine the Cleveland Browns will be, the wheels will be long off of that team by the right. time we get to week 16. Baker will look <laughs> disheveled. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. We'll, it, it'll, it'll be a fun team to kind of keep your eye on and watch. Yeah, uh, I, best case scenario, this is an 8-8 eight and eight squad, just me going through it. This is, like, the, the best that they can be. Yeah, um, to me, that's almost, that's almost an overachieve also. If they got 8-8, eight to eight, you're yeah. exactly right. It would be like, oh, that's what, that was a successful year. Right, exactly. Sucks exactly. they're at that level, but, you know, they're, they're still not quite primed to make that, make that jump that it looks like the Bills are in line to do. So is this a stay away or an under for you? Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from it. 
just because I still I think there's enough belief in Sam Darnold. Uh, they did finish the team strong last year, like you saw. So it's um, I, I I just not comfortable putting. There's other places I'd want to put my money that'd be a little bit more confident as opposed to this. This one feels like gambling. Yeah, an extended extended dead time for uh, or downtime for Le'Veon Bell didn't seem like it was too good. Got up to little hefty size there. His last holdout, he was like at 240, 250 walking around. Yeah, and it's just like I, it'd be interesting to see what his relationship is like in that uh, in that locker room. You know, just yeah, like right. next to him. So, uh, all right, well, let's um, one more lady left at this dance. <laughs> the New England Patriots. New England Patriots. Okay, so I did it once before or I did it once acting like I didn't know that Cam Newton was on there because I wanted to see how much it changed it uh wait did we do bills already we did do bills okay you had eight and a half they were at nine. Oh, they were nine damn them um shit I think they're gonna want to make them I don't care though I have to be honest with myself I have the over under eight and a half for the Patriots Ooh, very close they're at nine as well too you they'd be fucking neck and neck too high it's just yeah. too, it's too high yeah this, I, uh, this is a lot of respect i mean i feel like we say this every year though i mean the patriots getting a lot of fast respect even if that aspect not earned for the amount of but the amount of offensive weapons they have isn't nine wins sound insane uh yeah it does i mean i uh, you know i don't know who's going to be scoring points for this team i just don't know it i mean it's like like i said earlier are they we expecting them to win like 20 to 7 20 to 17 like i i just I, don't see it in yeah in in this league i mean again we're gonna see a lot of the same things but it's um they're at the chiefs you know they're gonna try and run that up and just bury them yeah i mean it's just they're not gonna be able to hang with the chiefs at all they have uh, baltimore at home yeah they have houston on the road that's that's a tough that's a tough draw too is like just kind of I think that's one of their just two random wild card games. Yeah. Yeah. At and Texas. Then, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Chargers, whatever, Rams on the road. I'm looking at their back half the schedule. Um San Francisco at home. I'm sure Shanahan's gonna try and fucking if blood's of water, I'm sure he's gonna try and gig them on a on a senseless, you know, you know. But uh, although that's coming off the bye week, so I don't know. But there's a couple three games in there that are going to be really tough, and then you're expecting them to go ten and three over the rest of the other games. I, I just don't see it. For sure. So this one, this one, keeping an eye on it. If it creeps up to nine and a half, then we 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 pounce on that under for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, perfect. Guys. Okay, um, that is our hour of power. We got to jump out of here. Like we said, Matt will be coming back. If you're interested, it's just an email. It may be sports podcast at gmail come um we're going to handle the afc north next week so I'm gonna fit in. uh mvp of the week finish with my boy shot buff got chest tattoo big chest tattoo for his new movie oh like, like full-on just just going like for it gigantic yeah this guy is a nut when it comes to like sign up for a movie i never know what's gonna happen this guy absolutely love it you're, you're my vet for going complete method in just about every acting role you do um i'm going to go with um 
all the amateur firework guys that are out there just fucking shooting it up there it was it was uh it was great um neighbor gave us some sparklers for the girls because we didn't come prepared he gets a little shout out too happy fourth of july everybody happy fourth thanks for tuning in we'll talk to you soon i am brandana why don't you sign yourself off most awesome audience i'm really want to apologize for my misshapen head i'm sorry i'm disgusting and that i can't wear baseball caps or anything to please brandana Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.